Happy New Year, my beautiful family! Wonderful to see you. And listen, before we before we jump into the new series, new uh, our message today, before we jump in, I just want to thank you all so very, very much for all of the 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 emails and the texts and the the the, the uh, social media, Facebook stuff, all the birthday love that you guys showed to me. It was so kind. Like it was it was really overwhelming. I woke up and my phone is full and then I opened Facebook a, a couple points throughout the day and um, just all the wonderful things. I you guys just really overwhelmed me. So I wanted to tell you thank you so much for um, for your kindness. Words mean a lot to me. Like for my birthdays and for Father's Day and stuff like that. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't ask my family for any gifts because I just kind of buy whatever I want for myself. But I ask them, I ask them, I'm like, will you write me a card? Like, write me a letter or write me, like, write me, because words mean a lot to me, you guys. And so um, thank you for being so kind. And what several, several parents, several of you parents did was you, you posted videos on my Facebook of your kids because, you know, I love the kids and I, I, they're just so precious. So several of the kids sent me birthday videos and stuff and they were just so wonderful. But I want to show you one of my favorites, okay? Can I show you one of my favorites real quick. Watch how cute this is, you guys. I thought he was going to bonk him on the head. Happy like. They call me Unky Matt. Yeah, they're so good. Those are Pastor Brenda's grandkids. They call me Uncle Matt, Unky Matt. So, uh, but your birthday love, it was precious. So thank you so very, very much for that. On, let's move on. Happy New, are you excited? It's a brand new year, you guys. Brand new year. And so here it is. We're starting a new series today called 2020 Vision. 2020 vision and over the next few weeks I'm going to be talking to you about what that means what does 2020 vision mean and I'm going to talk to you about foresight and I'm going to talk to you about hindsight because how many of you know hindsight's always 2020 right so we're going to be talking about different things but what I thought I would do today in this season where everybody's making resolutions right Pastor Brenda talked about it already have you made some resolutions for yourself I've done it I've made some resolutions you guys and I can already tell you um, that I'm one of those people. Every year, I set up some things that I'm going to do and some things that I'm going to stop doing. I make some resolutions and some of them I keep and some of them I don't. (laughs) And so what I know is this is the season when we're all looking to improve ourselves, to improve the way we spend our money and improve the way we take care of our bodies and improve our relationships and all of that stuff. I know that this is the season for resolution, but I came to tell you this morning that what you don't need, you don't need another resolution. What I'm praying over your life this year, I'm praying for a revolution, my family. That's what I'm praying happens in your life, that you don't need a list of things that are just like, okay, I'm going to try to do this more, and I'm going to try to do that more, that you're going to have this fresh encounter with God that actually empowers you to live your life better and to actually make a difference in the world around you. Amen, fam. That's what I'm praying for your life this year. And one of the questions I get so very, very often, people ask me, 27 years, you have to, so I have to come up with a new age of how old I am because I can't be 29 and have been here for 27, right? So 
you help me come up with a new age. Maybe, maybe, maybe 35, 39, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll anyway, um, a lot of people ask me, they're like, Pastor Matt, man, you've been at GT that long. You've been in ministry so long. What is it? that keeps you going why do you why do you want to do it like 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 you had so many other opportunities and so why my degree is actually in business you guys and then i've shared with you over the years that you know diva and i we had both of us had several opportunities to have record contracts and move to nashville or move to la and and um, you know do do the you know the recording life thing and and so what why ministry why why did you stay here all these years and and the answer that i give is there something that breaks my heart, family? I have been counseling with people for more than half my life. And something that breaks my heart is to sit down with a couple or sit down with an individual, uh, you know, a, a young individual or an older individual, and to see them really have no idea what their life is about. I meet with people, I've met with people, and I meet with people and it breaks my heart because they say to me, they're like, Pastor Matt, I don't know why this keeps happening to me. I don't know why my life is not getting any better. I end up dating the same type of guy over and over. Pastor Matt, I end up with the same girl who seems great at first. I mean, Pastor Matt, she is fine. But in the end, I end up getting my heart broken. Pastor Matt, I, I end up in the same financial mess year after year after year. Pastor Matt, my relationships are a mess. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And so what keeps me in ministry is this drive and this determination. I want to see you live your best life. I don't want to see you keep living this endless cycle of just trying to do better and, and wanting to do better and, and wanting more for your life. And, and, and it just keeps ending up the same way. And, and they ask me, Rick, you, you know this, you meet, you guys meet with one, you guys meet with people. Ultimately where they get to is what's wrong with me, right? It's like, what's wrong? And so what keeps me connected in ministry is this drive that I have for people to live on purpose. For people not to waste their life making the same mistakes over and over and over and living the same way, just wishing that it would get better. And so what I know, family, is you don't need another resolution. That's not what you need. What you need, and I titled my message this today, family, you don't need another resolution, but what you need, you need a vision. Can you shout that, family? Can you shout that? I need a vision. I need a vision. And so often people go on, and they'll agree with me, but they'll, they're like, what is it? Okay, I've heard that. Pastor Matt, I heard, I've heard that I, I need a vision for my life, that I need, but what is that? What are you even talking about? Like when you say, when you talk about 
pointing your life in the direction that you want it to go. And and listen, I'm going to ask you to commit to being here this year more than you were last year. And that every year you're getting stronger in your relationship with the Lord and you're falling more and more in love with him. This is the point of this series, family is I want to be able to teach you how to get your life going in the direction that God wants it to go, that's going to bring him the most glory and ultimately bring you the most satisfaction. You don't need a resolution. You need a vision, family. And So I want to be able to teach you what a vision is. What exactly? And so today is just an intro. I want you to nudge your neighbor and say, it's just an intro. Let them know. It's just an intro. You need to be here next week. What am I talking about when I say a vision? When I say you need a vision and I need a vision for my life, exactly what it is, what is it that I mean? What am I talking about? And so we're going to, Look to the Bible, which is the instruction book for Christians. We're going to look to the Bible and look at how the Bible defines what a vision is, family, because you need to know what it is. And then we're going to talk about the importance, why it's important that you have one, okay? And so first, this question, what is it, Pastor Matt? This is how the Bible defines vision, family. A divine communication. And this is third service, so you guys should be well awake. Would you shout that back to me? Let me hear you read these first three words, nice and loud. A divine communication. And so already that should get you excited. Because what that means is, is it's not up to you to put it together for yourself. I'm not talking about some mishmash of vision that you can make happen by yourself. I'm talking about a divine communication between you and God. God giving you direction in the way that he wants you should go. He wants you to go. So that should set you free. You don't have to come up with it on your own. I'm not talking about you using your intellect or you relying only on your experience to put a vision together. But I'm talking about you getting on your face before God and saying, God, I'm not getting up until I hear from you. Amen, fam. Divine communication. Something not man-made. You. Seeking God like you've never sought God before. I'm calling 2020, family, the year of no more excuses. So no more excuses about, well, I just don't understand the Bible. How many of you know it's time for you to get a Bible that you understand? Amen. I don't know, Pastor Matt. I'm just not one. Sometimes when I go to pray, I fall asleep, and we've all been guilty of that, right? We've always got, But how many know that if you want something different, you got to be willing to do something different? So no more excuses. 2020 is going to be the year that I've prayed like I've never prayed before. Amen, my family. Because I want something different. I'm not just going to dip my toes in this relationship with God. I'm ready to jump in with both feet. I don't need something man-made. I need divine communication. 
God speaking directly to you. And I won't even entertain the question. Listen, family. I tell people this a lot. I won't even entertain the question of, well, Pastor Matt, it's just me, Paul. You know, it's just me. Pastor Matt, would God speak to me? I won't even entertain that question. You want to know why? Because the Bible already answered it. The Bible, Jesus made it very, very clear. He said, my sheep know my voice. And so it wouldn't be fair for us to know his voice if he didn't speak. Amen. And so how many of you count yourself that you're a sheep of God? Wave your hand at me. Are you one of his sheep? Well, then the Bible says, you know his voice. And it's not just for pastors. And it's not just for, and you notice how I keep using the question, it's not just for good people. And so I want you to just strike that from your mind, okay? Well, will God speak to me? The answer has already been written, and the answer is yes. It's not, will God speak to me? It's, am I wise enough, family, to listen, to finally listen? Am I wise enough to pick up that Bible and get rid of the excuses? Well, man, because there's lots of, more modern translations, family. We're going to look at three today. More modern translations that put, that gets it out of the these and the thous, you know, and makes it easier for you to read. And so no more excuses. No more excuses. Well, I, I pray before I eat. And How many of you know praying for your food ain't enough to get you through a, a, a storm and a hurdle, right, family? Like it's going to take more than God bless my food. Yeah, yeah. And God wants to give you more than that. He wants to give you more. He has more for you. A divine communication as from a dream. Did you guys know God could speak to you through your dreams? Wave your hand at me if you knew that. God will speak to you through dreams. Yeah. And for a lot of people, I'm one of them. My mind is constantly racing when I'm awake, you guys. I'm always thinking about the next thing. So when I fall asleep, it's a good time because God's like, all right, I can, I can speak to him now because his mind's not good. God can speak to you through your dreams. And it's not that every dream that you have is from God. And you know some of the dreams we have. They're not from God, right? right. Oh, come on. You're so holy, right? You're so, you know what I'm talking about. No, it's not that every, but God can speak to us through dreams. It's from a dream or revelation. What is that? We're going to come back to that. Revelation or prophecy. So the Bible says a vision is a divine communication from God through dreams and revelation or prophecy. And there's a, there's a very, very familiar verse that I want to break down for you that helps us to see this family in such a good way. The King's, King James Version says this, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. How many people want to be happy in 2020? Yes. And so the Bible says the key to having happiness is you have to have a vision. That's the King James 
The NIV, the New International Translation version, um, and, and what, before I get to that, um, without a long-term plan, that, that verse, this verse, I want to make sure that you understand where I'm going with this family. This verse is oftentimes by pastors used for like a business plan or like a three-year plan or five-year plan for your life. So if you don't have a vision, that if you don't have a plan, that you'll kind of wander aimlessly. And while that's true, that's not right to the heart of what this verse is saying, okay? So the NIV actually says it in a much more clear way, okay? While this is true, we do need a plan for our life. I'm not just talking about you sitting down and saying, okay, I'm going to stop eating carbs. I'm going to stop, you know what I mean? Yeah, and how many of you know you need the Holy Spirit for that? Oh my God. Don't even get me started on ice cream and Doritos and donuts. Don't even get me started. Is anybody else hungry? You guys, why are Doritos so good? And let me ask you, and I know I'm, I'm taking time, but just bear with me. for It's a new year. All right. How come you can sit down with a bag of Doritos and like within a minute, half the bag's gone? Is there anybody? Uh, have, all right, okay, so it's just me. All right. It's a, have the, so I'm not talking about, this scripture is not talking about that kind of plan. Divine communication. The NIV says it in this way, family. The New International Version says, where there is no, here we are again revelation, where there's no revelation. So let me talk to you about what that means. The way the Bible is constructed and the way God intends for our relationship with him to be is like this, fam. It's supposed to be this progressive revelation. Let me explain to you what I mean and then we'll, then we'll go on. This progressive revelation, which means this. The more garbage you go through in your life, the more you need God, the more you get your behind in trouble, then the more God shows up and gets you out of trouble, the more you understand about his nature and his character. It's the more you experience life, the more you experience God. As you live your life, you come to a greater understanding of who God is. And so the Bible gives us a little bit at the beginning in Genesis and then Exodus and all throughout the Bible, it's, it's this progressive revelation revealing who God is from Genesis to Revelation. So the more we live our lives, the more we're, we're seeking God and we're reading the Bible and, and we're dealing with just life, the more faithful we see God being, the more we're able to say, hey man, I'm starting to know God more. It's a progressive revelation. The longer you serve him, the greater you understand who he is. So without this revelation, it says people cast off restraints, but blessed is the one who heeds wisdom's instruction. We're going to come back to that. The ESV version says, where there is no prophetic vision, prophetic vision, family, where there is not this, this when you don't have this prophetic revelation of who God is, it's impossible then for you to have clear vision for your life. And so what's that mean? Prophetic revelation. The Bible is prophetic revelation. That's why it's so important that you get it. When you pray, 
When you connect with God in that way, family, through prayer, not falling asleep and not always asking you for stuff, but talking to God and then waiting and listening. God can speak to you when you're listening. And it's interesting that the way you get a vision for your life is not actually through seeing, but through hearing. And so you're reading the Bible and you communicating with God through prayer. And then the pastors here or some other pastors here giving prophetic revelation over your life. It's important, family. Because this ultimately leads to us having that divine communication with God. And so that's what I'm talking about, family. I'm talking about 2020 being the year where you throw away your excuses, where you make it a point to keep Christ at the very center of everything you do or everything you don't do. So let me break it down for you like this, family. What I'm talking about is this. All throughout this year, you're going to be presented with opportunities. You're going to find yourself tempted by things. There are going to be things that you find yourself and people that you find yourself drawn to. What we're supposed to do is then take those feelings, take those things and look back to the word of God and say, wait a minute, you hit me up on my phone on a Friday night saying, hey, what's up? And you know, you know what I'm talking about, ladies, right? Hey, what's up, girl? You know, that in 2020, when that knucklehead who ain't looking for a real relationship hook hits you up in 2020, hey, what's up, girl? This is going to be the year that you stop and you say, wait a minute, this is not a part of the vision that God has for my life. Guys, when you're facing those temptations, and man, she looks good. And she's giving you all the signals. Guys, nod your head at me if you know. This is going to be the year that you're not going by what you feel. Because what you feel will get your behind in trouble. 2020 is going to be the year that you take what you feel and you say what I feel if it doesn't align with the character and the nature of God as that's revealed through the word of God. I'm not doing it. This is going to be the year where I finally start understanding my worth and my value. And I'm not just a hookup. I'm not just a sometime this or a sometime that. Divine communication. You getting on your face before God and saying, God, I'm tired. I'm tired of doing stuff the way that I've been doing it. Nothing breaks my heart more than to sit down with a man or a woman or a couple and say, Pastor Matt, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I just... (sighs) Nothing breaks my heart more than to sit down with a mom who thought having kids was it. 
that I'll just throw my life into my kids. And now you're 40 and it's like, my kids are growing up. Sit down with people who think, man, it's all about my career. If I could just keep moving higher, just keep moving higher, keep moving up the ladder, that'll answer all the questions that are in here. That'll finally shut up some of those voices that haunt me. And it hasn't done it. Breaks my heart to see people running to their friends saying, tell me who I am. Define me. Tell me who I am. I'll be whoever you want me to be. Just tell me who I am. 2020 is your year to break the cycles. Because you're a lot more valuable than you know. So what's a vision, a divine communication from God that sets my life in the direction that I want it to go? And so you might be sitting there at home or you might be here and you might be saying, all right, pastor, I get what a vision is. Why do I need a vision for my life? Why? I'm young. Hey, I still got some wild oats to sow and... Let me tell you, you ain't that young and your, your oats ain't that wild. <laughs> Ultimately, it's like, man, why do I need a vision? And the Bible answers that question. The Bible says, without a vision, people perish. And what that word literally means is, to cast off restraint, or to loosen, and thus to expose or uncover. You listen to your pastor this morning. There are hard lessons that you had to learn in 2019. Hard lessons. Because you went places you had no business being. So what's going to make this year different? Vision. What happens when people don't have vision? What happens when people don't find their identity in Christ, when they don't agree with God that the best way for us to live is in obedience to Him? What happens when people don't have a vision? Is they're open to anything and everything? They cast off restraint because I'm just going to do what I feel. And I don't, don't know why I'm so miserable. Pastor Matt, why am I so unhappy? I'm just, and, and, and hear your pastor on this because this is going to hit home for a lot of you. The source of your unhappiness is you're too busy trying to please people. No more. No more. Without a vision, everybody else gets to tell you who to be and what to do. And your mom, no, well, I saw you in this. And your dad, meaning well, no, I, I thought my daughter would be a part of this. Or your teachers, no, I, I think you should do this. Even well-meaning friends, no, this is what I see you doing. When you have no vision for your life, you are exposed to just go with the flow. So why do you need a vision? 
Because listen, you don't need someone jumping on your iPad or your computer and checking, or your phone and looking at your history, right? You don't need anyone to do that to tell you you need some restraints in your life. Can I get an amen? amen. Without a vision, I'm just whoever you tell me I am, baby. Without a vision, I'm just going to do what I feel. I'm just going to do what comes natural. I'll just, ha, ha, you guys, come on. We've said it, right? I'm just going to feel my way through it. And ultimately, that leads to death. So, how's this year going to be different? This year is going to be different because you're going to know who you are. And I just want to, just for the last few moments we have together, just as I'm led by the Holy Spirit, I just want to prophetically speak some things over your lives today. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I declare that you are no longer going to be tied to your mistakes from your past. Enough of your past controlling your today. Ladies, there's some ladies that are watching and some ladies that are here. Just, and I, I, I'm just going to ask everybody to just stay really sensitive to the Holy Spirit right now, okay? Just, it's not a magic show. It's just, it's just the Holy Spirit speaking through me to you. There's nothing special about me. I'm just open and available to Him, okay? And so you just be, you be sensitive to the Holy Spirit right now. ladies at home watching online or that are here this morning and you are so unhappy you're barely hanging on and you're tired of the show you've been putting on the show for so long you're so unfulfilled says end the show just get real I can handle it I can handle your honesty I can handle your realness come off the stage and stop acting and just get real the satisfaction take off the mask take it off satisfaction that you're looking for. I've set it up that you can only 
be fulfilled that way in me. There is no man, there is no woman, there is no job, there is no child, there is no promotion, there is no bank account that can give you that satisfaction that you're looking for because it can only be found in me. Stop acting, stop the show, and just come to me just as you are. Stop the show, ladies. God has a vision for your life. God has a vision for your life. It's not about who you're dating. It's not all about the kids that you're raising. That's not all about where you're working. God has a vision for you. That's going to fulfill, that's going to satisfy that aching there in your heart. Stop acting. Stop pretending in Jesus' name. Stop pretending. I want to speak to a young man who's at home or who's here. Actually, what I want everybody to do is just bow your head and close your eyes if you'll do me a favor. Because I want people to, I, I, that's what I'd like you to do. If you'll just bow your head and close your eyes. young man for the young men who 2019 was the roughest year of your life that there were a few times in 2019 that you didn't tell anybody and you didn't make a big deal about it but there were a few times in 2019 where you wished you weren't even alive you were so humiliated and so embarrassed so broken. You have described yourself to yourself. There hasn't been a lot of people that you have said this to. And I want everybody to keep their eyes closed and their head bowed. And you know exactly, young man, you, you, you know if you're at home or if you're here, you know I'm speaking right to you right now. But you've not said to anybody but you've said to yourself that if 2020 isn't different, I'm not going to be here. And the Lord would say to you, my son, you will live. But I have a purpose for your life. I have a purpose for all the pain that you've been through. And everything that you thought was so shameful and so hurtful and I'm going to turn the, those ashes into beauty. Now you're going to be able to stand up and you're going to be able to say, look what God has done. Through that pain and through that embarrassment, look what God has done. You will live. This year is your year if you're willing to obey. Jesus said, you'll, you'll, you'll remain in my love. You'll remain. You'll remain. If, if you'll do what I say. These aren't suggestions. They're commands. If you will obey my commands, you will be blessed. You will be happy. You will be fulfilled if you'll live the way I said to live. So 
stop running from woman to woman. Stop running from job to job. This is your year to break free and to finally find out who you are, if you're ready. I hear the Lord saying to a lot of people, how much more do you have to lose financially before you're going to trust me with your money? How much more are you going to have to lose financially before you are going to trust that I bless those who tithe? I bless those who tithe. I bless those who put me in charge of their money. How much more do you have to lose before you're going to trust me with your money? This is, and, and please keep your head bowed and your eyes closed, but God is calling us all to a season. And God is saying to those of you who are especially struggling financially, it's not enough for you to just give me your sin. I want you to trust me with your money. That if you want to see a breakthrough in your finances, you can't keep doing the same thing that you've always done. And so it's time for you to start tithing. And I will show up. I told you to test me in this. And so how much more do you have to lose before you're going to say, okay, God, and not begrudgingly and not, not with greedy motivations, but just God, I'm not giving you the tithe. It's already yours. I'm bringing it to you with a cheerful heart. How much more do you have to lose before you're going to trust me with your money? <laughs> and I say enough is enough. I'm praying that this year is a prosperous year for you. So give with a cheerful heart. Trust God with your money. <laughs> to the young man, men, your dad broke your heart. Your dad was your hero and he broke your heart. God says, I am a perfect father. I am the father to the fatherless. And the sins of the Father will not be repeated in this generation. Be free from that curse. I thank you for vision, God. Clear vision. Step-by-step -step vision. That shows us the way we should go that this is the year and husband wife this is the year you've said if I don't see any changes I'm gone you haven't said it to anybody else but you've said it to yourself if I don't see if something doesn't change here I'm gone and what I would say to you what I hear the Lord saying to you to bless you in your marriage. In your marriage. You cannot keep doing the same thing that you've always done. So this is the year in Jesus' name that you ask for help. And it's not just all about him changing and it's not just all about her changing, but this is the year you ask for help. And God's going to show up and God's going to bless you in your marriage. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would you stand with me, my beautiful family?
listen, I'm going to get you out of here. But I want you to nudge your neighbor if you would. And this is third service, so nice and loud, let me hear you. Nudge your neighbor and say, this was just the intro. Nudge him and tell him. This was just, you got to be here next week. Tell him, you got to be here next week. My beautiful family, my prayer for you is that 2020 is not the same as 2019, 2011, 2007. 19, that you're not just repeating the same year over and over and over again, but that this is your year of vision. Vision. Living in purpose and on purpose in the name of Jesus. One more thing. Would you look at me, this section, and just say, I won't settle for anything less. But don't say it if you don't mean it. Don't say it if you don't mean it. This is going to be a year of vision. And I want you to look me right in my eye and say, I won't settle for anything less. Let me hear you say it. Let me hear you say it. I won't settle for Let me hear you say it. Let me hear you say it. That's what I'm talking about. In Jesus' name, I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. I'll see you next week, okay?